Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it's time for another trailer roundup. We are talking about a whole bunch of movies coming out in April, just doing a couple of puzzle pieces each, just based on the trailers, just to kind of preview the month and, uh, you know, try to figure out what's coming soon. So... Joining me, as always, for these trailer roundups is Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year, and we have a fun conversation talking about 10 upcoming movies, also catching up what we ended up watching from last month's trailer roundup. So, got a great conversation coming up. Before we get to it, as always, I gotta remind you, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. That way, when we do cover these movies in full... Uh, unfortunately without Jason, but one of these days we'll get Jason on a full one again. Uh, you know, you'll get the episode right there into your podcast app as soon as it comes out. You could, of course, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, all the podcast apps that are out there. And if you enjoy what we do here on the show, make sure to rate and review us five stars. We would appreciate that. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. So with all that said, uh, let's keep this short and sweet. We got a lot of movies to talk about, so let's get to the conversation and talk about a bunch of April movies. Jason Harris is back with us for another month of trailers. Jason, how's it going? Dave, it's springtime, which in Vegas means it's already hit 90. Who says climate change is real? Yeah, but it could be like cold again in a week. I mean, nothing means anything anymore. Nothing means anything. Now we're starting to agree on things. There you go. All right. We got a lot of trailers to get into, uh, and I know you've got places to be. So uh, let's let's just jump right in and talk about last month's movies and see what we actually got around to watching. Starting off after Yang, which I still haven't watched. I'm hopefully going to get to it this weekend. Did you watch it? I did watch after Yang. Uh, did you as like I it? Said, I didn't like it as much as uh, the director's last effort, but uh, still interesting. You know, this kind of whole world of like AI and clones and, you know, how families relate and. It's very pretty, too, so uh, it was worth watching. It's a quick watch. All right. Um, hoping to get to it soon, but uh, next up is Turning Red, which we did cover here on the podcast, which I love. Did you watch Turning Red? I did watch it, Dave, and, you know, any movie that dares talk about a natural bodily function that a woman goes through, how dare them, Dave? Mm -hmm. How just, dare them? Just so. awful. That... that 
evil corporation that yeah. uh, is infecting our kids' brains. But, Obviously, yeah. I had no problem with that, with the yes. talk of menstruation, but I didn't like the movie as much as you. I thought the mother was such an unrealistic character. I never was rooting for her to do anything except like go away. So mm. I thought it was all right. I didn't love it. All right. Uh, next up is Gold, which did come out this week on VOD. I, I'm still looking forward to it, but I'm still in my Oscar, you know, catch up phase this week. So I did not get to it. Did you watch it? There's Gold and Dem Dare Hills. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, next is Deep Water, which uh, I I loved in its own kind of so bad it's good way. Uh, I I had a blast laughing about it, and we did record an episode on it with uh, Shannon McGrew from Nightmarish Conjurings. That's coming soon uh, next week, actually. Uh, did you watch it? I didn't get to watch it. Uh, as I mentioned to you privately, Dave, I did really quite enjoy your uh, episode of piecing it together with Joe Black. So. You know, mm. I'll have to listen to more of these uh, episodes that I'm not on. But yeah. um, no, <laughs> I mean, I heard so many bad things about it that uh, I didn't watch it. But maybe maybe I should because, it, you know, like you said, it could be fun in that ridiculous. Ben way. Affleck is really actually good in it. But the movie is just ridiculous, just totally ridiculous. But uh Next up is X, which I also really liked and also have an episode coming soon on with uh, filmmaker Paul Hibbard. Um did you watch X? Super excited to see it. It seems to be like an early favorite of a lot of people this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, next up is Windfall, which I know you saw and also didn't like that much. I really liked it, and I'm going to be recording an episode with your awesome movie your co-host, Josh Bell, soon. Oh, cool. Have Josh on another regular episode and never have me on. That's awesome. <laughs> thought it was all right. It just didn't uh, pick up for me. I liked the look of it. I thought it was... Really, the most fun Jesse Plemons has had in a movie in a long time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let loose a little, but, um, you know, eh, just didn't do it for me. We're going to get you on an episode again soon, Jason, I promise. Uh, Next up, which I already have an episode planned, so you can't be on this one, but uh, The Lost City, which I'm seeing tonight, I believe, with my dad. I I don't want to be on that episode. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to watch it or anything. With all these sweaty slobs, you know, (laughs) keep leading these pigs to their trough so they can be on your stupid regular episodes. You are one of the pigs (laughs) that is in my trough, Jason. (laughs) Uh, I, uh, I have no desire to see it, but, you know, I know josh already said it was all right if you say so um yeah i probably still won't watch it it seems like a movie you'd watch on like an airplane one day or something you know just to pass the time but i don't know the duke is up next which actually i don't believe is out yet i think it comes out this coming week but you know it looked good yeah again we're in that like you know phase of like didn't what, didn't this come out two months ago or like, you know, right. Like that, it's so, so hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Uh, next up, everything everywhere all at once, which is not out yet. Uh, it comes out this weekend that we're recording in limited release. It'll be out April 8th in wide release. And I unfortunately had to miss the press screening of that one, but uh, I can't wait to see it. As you know, I was not invited because I'm not part of the corrupt Nevada Film <laughs> Critics Association. You greasy palm screw jobs. I don't want any part of it. Uh, Nevada Film, we, we apologize to you. It's actually the Las Vegas Film Critics uh, Society. But, um, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the rest of Nevada, they're okay with it. But, you know, the LV Critics mm-hmm. Society, bunch of on the take. <laughs> Gomers. 
<laughs> and at the end of last month's episode, we very quickly touched on three other movies that I was uh, being a stickler about not watching the trailers for for oh, whatever what reasons. You are. Yeah, uh, the Batman, which of course we did a huge super episode on. Did you uh, get around to that? No, because it's three hours long. I, it's coming out next month on uh, yeah. HBO Max. I'll just sit and watch it at my house. It's good. It, I didn't love it as much as some people, but it's all right. Uh, the Adam Project, which just looks terrible. I've seen the trailer since then. Uh, I ended up missing that screening I was supposed to be going to, which was the reason I didn't watch the trailer last month. Uh, You're yeah. so lazy, man. So I, uh, You didn't I'm... even do your job to... You didn't even... The excuse you used to not, not watch the trailer, you didn't even follow through on your excuse. Right. Terrible. <laughs> Pathetic. I'm the worst podcast host ever. Uh, and next up was Drive My Car, which, of course, may very well win a bunch of Oscars this weekend. But uh, I did watch that, and it's very good. Oh, cool. I'm excited. You know, as you know, we've been deep in an awesome movie year, 1980 season. So a, a lot of my movie watching right now is kind of dictated by that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, let's get to this month's movies, and we're starting it hey, out. Hey, Dave, before yeah. we start, let me shout out one of our listeners. Sure. That swine Josh Bell told me that his lovely sister, Brandy, hi, Brandy, mm. loves listening to our uh, trailer episodes, so that's yeah. nice. Yeah, she's in, and that she's in Chile, I think. I think, I don't know, she's somewhere in South America. Chile, I'm going to go with Chile. That so hi, right. Brandy, you're our favorite Bell. Brandy, you're awesome, and thank you for subscribing to the Patreon, which seven other people do. Yeah, but, not like uh, your dumb brothers. Don't <laughs> like either of them. All right. Let's get to April's movie, starting with You Won't Be Alone on April 1st, uh, this Australian film from director Goran Stalevsky that... Uh, this is his first feature. He's done a string of shorts, but he gets the visionary director title card, which I found interesting. Mm. Uh, but it stars Numi Rapace, and uh, it looks really creepy. It's like a witch movie, um, but it's about this woman who, uh, well, I guess as a baby is kidnapped and I'm guessing killed, but then starts taking over new people's forms as they get killed. I don't know. It looks really weird. I didn't weird. get any of that. By the way, when you say, um, you know, Australian visionary filmmaker, and he's only done a bunch of shorts. Remember, in Australia, they care about culture from yes. a government. Like, we care about culture, but our government could give an F less, right? So they, sure. So a lot of these are, like, uh, government-supported or funded shorts. So maybe this guy is a visionary. Um, sure. I, ho I just hope, since it's Australian, at some point in this movie, someone says, that's not a wolf lady. This is a wolf lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I got a different view of it. Like it was, okay. it was like that wolf lady, and she takes the baby from the mother and mm -hmm. raises the baby. But then the mother and the baby reconnect, and it's told from all these different point of views. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but okay. you know what? Either way, it's pretty cool because um, I think the tr the trailer was intriguing enough where it's like, huh. What is going on here? But in yeah. like a good way. Like I want to see this thing. I think. So. Sure, sure, yeah. And I mean, you're you're not big on horror, but this is definitely horror, or at least horror adjacent. Yeah, so. I think so because this has more of that mind screw. You know. Yeah. See, I cleaned up my language there for you. There you go. So, nice. so immediately I thought of Maleficent and Rapunzel for that kind of you know taking of the baby angles and everything like that. Sure. Um, and then you know, there's one part where it looks like that the child or the woman is going to like spawn from her back like these uh 
whatever they might be like wolf like spikes or whatnot. So mm. that that you know, and this is since this is such a a mind screw, I felt like that fit in perfectly with the black swan elements of both tonally and uh, you know the the spawning of the uh, body parts. And the last sure. thing I picked was just because it's told, like you said, it's about a witch. It's about this. It's about that. It's from all these different point of views. I thought WandaVision did a good job of like showing us different points of view throughout the season. And of course, you know, uh, there's a there's a witch in that in that a lot. There, so there is a witch in WandaVision, from what I've been told. So yeah, no, yeah, those are those are good ones. I, I hadn't thought of Black Swan, but certainly like that shot reminded me of that. You're you're absolutely right. That, that totally feels like that. Uh, I'll go with the movie The Witch, um, which I think just the feel and the vibe of this whole thing feels like that. Very dark, very bleak. And like you said, there's a witch. So um, (laughs) there's that. Now, again, when I was kind of describing the movie, I was talking about how it seems like this this uh, person is like taking these new forms. That's at least what I was getting from it. So I was thinking of Terminator two with the T 1000 killing people and then assuming their, their shape uh, becoming the cop and then becoming the mother and you know, all that stuff. So I thought of that. And then the last one I thought of was uh, under the skin with Scarlett Johansson. Um, just as this, like this person is kind of going through life and uh, you know, spoiler alert is an alien, but you know, and this is, possibly a witch or like you said a wolf person or something Did you know you said spoiler alert and you didn't give anyone a chance to not get that spoiled you could have when you say spoiler alert you're supposed to wait a second so they can cover their ears dummy people know when they come to piecing it together to be ready so you know (laughs) admittedly when i listen to piecing it together i do want to cover my ears off Thank you, Jason. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, The Contractor is also coming out April 1st uh, in theaters. It stars Chris Pine, Kiefer Sutherland, Ben Foster, Jillian Jacobs. Looks like a pretty standard action thriller. And this is the, we're going to talk about it later, but the second of two Chris Pine action movies coming out this month. What do you think about this one? I thought it looked better than just a standard action movie. You know, this kind of like soldier's you know, done wrong, who have to, um, you know, private contract and take out bad guys. Sure, we've seen stuff like that, but then it's like, are they really taking out bad guys? Or, you know, what's going on? That kind of, who's the real bad guy thing? It's probably the boss, because it's always the boss. So maybe you're sure. right, but it looked like a good version <laughs> of this. So Yeah, yeah, it looked good. I, I was kind of a little surprised, like, the other the other Chris Pine action movie is going to uh, Amazon Prime. I was surprised this one's going to theaters. It seems like the kind of thing that would be a streaming exclusive right now. I don't even know what a movie theater is anymore. <laughs> Good um, point. <laughs> I, speaking of such, my first piece was a television show called Homeland from Showtime about, you know, sure. a soldier who comes back and whose side is he really on? Obviously, you have that kind of Mission Impossible feel, and, and that guy mm. always gets betrayed. Like, dude, for a guy who's good at solving missions, like, you know, <laughs> learn who a bad guy is. Um, I thought Assault, you could say the Black Widow also, like who's working for who type thing mm-hmm. you know and the last one which is on my top 10 list last year was riders of justice the mads mm. mickelson movie where it's like we're out to kill a bad guy but who's really the bad guy and why are we doing what we're doing type thing sure sure uh, i also had mission impossible um also bond i'm pretty sure both mission impossible and bond have had storylines where they had to kidnap a scientist who is working on some kind of a virus which seems to be what's happening here i think 
Uh, so definitely one entry of each of those series. And then also like all the various Tom Clancy style thrillers, like the Jack Ryans and all that stuff. I, I thought it kind of reminded me of those kind of movies as well. So like I said, kind of, I don't know, it reminded me of a standard kind of thing, but it looked like a good one. Like you said, it, it definitely, uh, looks like it's going to be pretty good. It's Chris Pine month, Dave. Chris Pine rocks. I, I do like Chris Pine. So uh, next up, a movie we could uh, spend very little time on because it just looks so bad. <laughs> it's called The Bubble, uh, coming also April 1st on Netflix. It's Judd Apatow's latest, someone who I have loved over the years. I, I just... I've always loved Judd Apatow movies, but this looks terrible. It's about a bunch of uh, comic actors who are stuck in quarantine working on a movie together and all the issues they run into being stuck together, you know. Uh, it, it just seems like this should be over by now. Like It feels maybe very dated. If, yeah, like if maybe if this came out a year ago, but at this point, who wants to see this? I don't know. Did they film this during quarantine or... I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I would assume they did, because otherwise, why? But, yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure. And, by the way, it stars his daughter, Iris Apatow, who's been doing a lot lately, and Leslie Mann, of course, and Karen Gillian and Maria Bakalova from the Borat movie. Yeah, and Keegan. So, yeah, I mean, you can't Keegan. complain yeah. about the cast, right? Sure, um, sure. The jokes weren't very funny, and the concept right. just feels... Uh, like I, oh, Fred Armisen's in it, and it's like they're trying to give him, like, the nose swab test, and it's like... Hey, do some improvs of ways you can avoid getting your nose swabbed. It's like, you know, it just doesn't look good. No. Maybe we'll be wrong, right? But yeah, uh, hopefully. You know, who knows, man? I will say, Dave, because, you know, I was trying to look. This is, I mean, a little personal aside here, David. Uh, yes. As you know, I was, I, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was trying to write a Zoom movie. And my whole thought was, like, hey, there's probably going to be like a bunch of horror movies, right? So let me do something different. And I came up with this idea. Paul in quarantine, and it's basically this one character, and he's doing all these different Zoom calls, ex-girlfriend he hasn't spoke to in 15 years, grandma is telling him to call his mom, you know, mm -hmm. best friend who says he's going to kill himself, you know, and he doesn't, mm -hmm. he doesn't put up with the nonsense about that. And my whole thing was like, I couldn't figure out the technology to make that interesting. I just didn't want this, like me and you looking at each other. So yeah. by the time I started figuring out the technology, I was like, this is already dated, right? Right, so, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, things can morph. Like, so one of those pieces just, uh, we turned it into a play. It was on the Virtual Arts uh, New Playwrights Festival or New Plays Festival. We closed it out. It was the one about the the friend saying he was going to kill himself and the character saying, ugh, you're not going to kill yourself, blah, blah, blah. You know, you always say you're going to kill yourself. You have no follow through, mm. blah, 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 right? You know, <laughs> and uh, that's called Sandwiches Suicide in Hulu. And if anybody wants to see that, I'll send them a link for free. That's a fun little piece, but I think you have to adapt. I'm not saying rah, yeah. rah, me. I'm just saying it's time to, you know, I don't know. I, it just, yeah. it looks like it missed the mark. We'll see. Um, uh, don't look up, you know, that kind of playing with media. There's like a lot of TikToks in this and, you know, um, like, how is this fitting in the very modern world? I thought of that was the last thing I saw on Netflix. I liked it. The best piece to come out of the quarantine was a very uh, kind of static piece of, um, you know, just two guys talking, which was staged, which uh, with David Tennant and Michael Sheen. Have you seen that? I didn't see that. No. Do you know about it? Uh, uh it's no. on hulu and it's basically david Tennant and michael sheen talking to each other for 25 minutes at a time and they're talking about how they're gonna produce a play and of course they're just like you know 
uh, actors in their own like world. They 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 uh, as the Brits say, take the piss out of each other very well. Uh-huh. It's very yeah. good. And then okay. I'm trying to give this thing the benefit of the doubt. You know, we've talked about a lot of movies that go behind the scenes of movies making of. So I picked a really good one that I wonder if you know. It's uh, Peter O'Toole, my favorite year from 1982. I think Marklin ba- uh, Baker was the co-star. It's about, you know, a guy who gets to meet his hero on a variety show. But it's like, you know, the making of the sausage on a, um, on a, uh, on a production. Right, right. Yeah, I've never actually seen it, but uh, yeah, I could see that, though, as, as being a, uh inspiration here. Um, I, you know, going back to the whole, um, you know, lockdown thing and pandemic movies, I thought of the first COVID-19 pandemic movie, I'm pretty sure, Lockdown, uh, with Anne Hathaway mm. and Chudaway out of four, uh, which came out, by the way, January 14th, 2021. And already felt like we don't really want this, you know, so here we are. Um, I thought of, of course, Tropic Thunder as, you know, kind of the fake movies within the movies. Uh, So especially kind of parodying big blockbuster type movies. So you got that there. And then lastly, I thought of Funny People, Judd Apatow's own movie, um, as continuing to kind of explore the behind the scenes of funny people making movies and uh, just everything that goes on that kind of blends between the the actual movie they're making and their own real lives and uh, everything that they go through trying to be creative and trying to be funny. And uh, so, yeah, th- that's that. I, I will definitely be watching because I, I can't not watch the new Judd Apatow movie, but man, does that trailer just suck. What, uh, <laughs> you know, Lost was King of Staten Island, which was fine. It was all right. I think it was, you know... What's the last great movie Apatow's directed in your mind? I mean, I guess it would be This Is 40. Um, yeah, I, funny that's pe- super fun. I like that one. Yeah. Lot, so. And supposedly he's going to be making a sequel to that. But uh, but Funny People, I do want to go back to one of these days. Um, I, I strongly I didn't love it at the it. time. I, I thought it was horrible. And, like, yeah. you know, and I'm a comedian, so I'm watching it yeah. from that standpoint. But the idea yeah. that this guy's struggling in these past at the comedy store you know, doesn't really work for me. (laughs) And then it just became two different movies. You know, it was like, you know, Hey, the first half is comedy and now it's a love story. And it's like, there's no melding of these two. I didn't like that one at all, but Mm. you know, we, we want Judd Apatow to do well. He, he defined a generation of comedy, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, another uh, huge name for our next movie, Michael Bay is back with Ambulance on April 8th in theaters, his first uh, theatrically released movie in a while. Uh, stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul-Mateen uh, as uh, a guy who needs money for a medical bill, and he turns to his brother, his adopted brother, who's a criminal, uh, who suggests robbing a bank, and it, of course, goes wrong, and they take hostages. It looks like a Michael Bay movie. It looks fun. I, I'm totally in for this. Uh, it, it looks like um, a lot of movies that I feel like have been out recently, you know? Yeah. Um, and also when I was talking about like, wait, didn't we already cover this on this episode? I feel like right. we've, pre- we've talked about previewing this for months at this point. Yeah, we've been waiting for this movie for a long, long time. And, and by the way, I should mention, it's also apparently a loose remake of a 2005 Danish movie um with basically the same story but is my guy mads in that one i don't think so no i I don't think anybody big was in it i mean you know um i mean i didn't put this on my list but it doesn't look that dissimilar from jake gyllenhaal's last uh movie on netflix where you know he's in the he's in the control center trying to talk people down from doing bad things whatever that which we previewed on this and then i never got around to watching which was just all right 
So yeah. look, you know, there's a, um, uh, you know, we see these fancy cars and we're going to do a robbery, stupid fast and the furious stuff right away. Sure. Um, you know, one of my, one of the greatest movies ever made is dog day afternoon, which is about a bank robbery for a purpose. And the reveal of that purpose is so great. So I put that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, these are millet ex military, I think doing a robbery. So I put three Kings in there and it definitely feels a little wrath of Manny from last year, especially with Ooh, the music. Sure. And then I never saw John Q, but that was like Denzel robbing or holding up a hospital to get like his son, like a heart transplant. So, you know, again, like who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Why are we doing bad things for a good cause type thing? Yeah, no, absolutely. That, that kind of is the, uh, the story behind my first piece, which is hell or high water, uh, from Taylor Sheridan. Yeah. And, uh, the, the good intentions behind a bank robbery. So, you know, it's like. It's definitely like kind of a thing where you can probably find quite a few movies that kind of fit that mold. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, though, I also thought about S. Craig Zoller's Dragged Across Concrete just for a bank robbery told, you know, that goes completely wrong and uh, things get crazy violent and over the top. So not good intentions on that one, though. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, uh, man, no, I've seen his other movie, the, the Cell Block 99. You saw that one. You never saw Dragged Across Concrete? No, but I would. You know, speaking of which, uh, you know, we're we're getting close to a Mel Gibson movie. So you're in that Zoller neighborhood there. This is true. This is true. It's coming soon. But first, we've got All the Old Knives, which is the other Chris Pine movie. uh, April 8th on Amazon Prime. Uh, This one also has Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Tandy Newton, Jonathan Price. This one's more of like a espionage thriller. Um spy stuff uh again looks kind of old school though like old school in that kind of a thing it's kind of got a a romantic school it's a little bit like the movie old school yes it's also got a romantic thing going on in it too between uh the the guy and his contacts in within the cia or whatever it is yeah so i'm excited for this one i guess was this the one that was like based on a uh you know the guy the screenwriter also wrote the novel and it's supposed to be a big Huge novel. I mean, you mentioned um, that kind of spy versus spy. Are we working together? I don't know what the deal is, but there's that romantic angle. And that reminded me of Duplicity, which was a bummer of a movie, not the uh, Multiplicity with Michael Keaton, which was also not very good, but Duplicity with Clive (laughs) Owen and Julia Roberts as those two spies who were like, are they working together? Are they not? Like, you know, are they? And they're always having an affair. Uh, we talked about 7,500 and, um, you know, last year that was a good movie and Passenger 57, you know, who's on the plane, who's doing what, all that kind of fun stuff. And then the last pieces were those like kind of, there's always a dirty cop, someone in the dirty organization. And Dave, for you, I picked Copland just so I could say, officer, I gave you a chance to be a cop and you blew it. Thank you. I'm so happy you used Copland <laughs> as the puzzle piece. Oh, man. I'm going to go Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah, yeah dealing with thrillers with uh, spies and moles and traitors and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I I had trouble thinking, though, of like a romantic espionage thr- thriller, like which is what this is. And there's so many of them. I know the, the first one that came to mind was Night and Day that Tom Cruise... <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, there's that one, too. I I don't know with this particular tone if any of those kind of fit, but there's definitely movies like this. That's why I went with duplicity there. But but Dave, I did think of Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy, but then uh, there's no part in that where they say, Tinker, 
I gave you a chance to be a tailor and a spy. <laughs> Getting them in. I and love you're it. You're tailored it. I hope you've got uh, th- 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 this much effort behind your Mark Wahlberg impression that's about to come Say up. Say hi to your mother. <laughs> so next up is Father Stew, April 13th in theaters. Uh, an inspirational, let's put that in quote, unquote, uh, true story about a self-destructive boxer who became a priest. Stars Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson, who were previously together in the Daddy's Home sequel. Uh, maybe I'm just being negative, but I laughed out loud when I saw this trailer in the theater before Uncharted. I, it doesn't I'm sure look this good, is gonna be, it, it looks bad, and it, it, I'm sure it's going to be very inspirational for some certain kind of people but for me it was just looked like a joke yeah i also was wondering how often they're both using accents in this southern accents you know <laughs> yeah so yeah partially. it didn't look good i mean he's a boxer you always think of you know back to the you know the fighter you know and, sure um yeah. was jackie weaver's mom in that too i don't yeah. remember so there you go I think that's so. right there and then yeah i thought of the way back with ben affleck of this kind of like troubled soul who finds yeah. redemption and now all these people start to come and root him on there's a ton of movies like that you know but yeah. those were the two then i'm good all right yeah i i thought of the master the paul thomas anderson movie a, a broken man using religion as his way forward um that's a little more dark though uh and then on, on the more brighter side of things i thought of chloe Zhao's uh the rider which also kind of dark but uh you know somebody who just only knows one thing they can't do it anymore they know it's going to destroy them and so they they find this more positive path to to go down and you know i'm sure you know i'm not going to end up covering this movie but i'm sure there's got to be a bunch of those like christian straight to vod movies that probably have similar arcs for their main characters so what was the gerard butler one like uh like biker preacher preacher oh machine gun machine gun preacher yeah there you go that might be like that yeah i I could don't you wish it was a biker preacher machine man gun yeah that would be good too soldier Uh, spy he'd be a a robot in that one (laughs) yeah robo robo preacher (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Next up, uh, limited release in theaters, so who the hell knows when it'll really come out. But April 13th, it's called Chariot. It looks kind of interesting. It's this uh, weird sci-fi about dreams and alternate realities and possibly reincarnation, I think, if I'm reading the plot uh, summary correctly. But stars John Malkovich, although I do wonder he's low down on the list if he's maybe one of those like five-minute roles. Because mm, like, he's a lot very of heavily featured in the very trailer. Much. Yeah. Very heavily featured god he's doing lots of things on this episode <laughs> he's also doing a face for it oh, malkovich looks like he's uh really really going like this looks like a very fun malkovich performance he's having a blast yeah, yeah absolutely and that's why i wanted to include it i mean it's an interesting sci-fi idea but also we just haven't seen that much malkovich lately and he's great when he's great i know? love him i mean you know you're right, because it's like it's a dream, and then we could change the dream. And I'm like, are they inceptioning their inception? So yeah, I'm yep. guessing you had that flatliners, the near death experience until like it That's starts a good haunting one. people. Yeah. I didn't see last night in Soho, but I, that kind of fabric of reality feel. I know I was going to ask you about that, and then the last one, the science of sleep, which is a great underrated Michel Gondry movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Science of Sleep would be a good one here. Uh, speaking of Michelle Gondry, I had Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I feel like anytime there's like 
interesting like near future tech that lets you mess with the mind or you know go in into your your imagination and stuff like that i think of eternal sunshine uh but yeah uh science of sleep is a really good one flyliners is a great one that definitely is what this feels like i would say the most so really good piece there you're welcome dave <laughs> all right let's go to I've got a lot of movies I'm excited oh about this month, but this, this one might the be one the most. This is the one for you. Yeah, this oh is... My God. Come on, nothing can top this for you. Well, maybe the one after it. So. That's true. The one yeah. after it as well. But April 22nd in theaters, it's The Northman, the third movie from Robert Eggers, the director of The Witch and The Lighthouse. Not not direct, not direct, a uh, A24 film this time, but a very A24 feeling cast with Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, Anya Taylor-Joy, Bjork. It's a Viking epic and is about it Willem Dafoe in there. Oh, and Willem that's Dafoe a, that's as well. Not a good impression. But. That was a terrible Willem Dafoe, but he's well, got a huge you know. cock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> apparently is true from what I've heard. Uh, every time I see this trailer in the theater, I want to stand up and cheer when he catches the spear in midair and throws it back at the guy. It's like the best thing I've ever seen. But this, uh, you're right. This uh, would be one to see in the theater right here. Oh yeah, so. I can't wait. I cannot wait. What do you got for pieces? All right. Well, I mean, one of, I think really my, my, maybe even my favorite, it was my first or second favorite movie last year, The Green Knight. This definitely feels like The Green Knight to me. Obviously, there's a whole Game of Thrones thing going on here, The Revenge. And then this Sarsgaard, you know, growing up to avenge his father, totally, totally different. But my name is on, you know, ah, fucking Princess Bride. That's what I was trying to do, but I messed up the quote. yeah a little princess bride in there too uh yeah yeah good good stuff there um i i've got things like apocalypto on my list like a totally like authentic period feeling uh you know revenge movie uh gladiator you know guy returning to his homeland to uh take back what's his 300 just heavily stylized action you know but i can't wait to see this i, I don't really know that many viking specific movies like i know things that are medieval and things like that but not viking specific so i didn't have a tv show vikings yeah yeah there's the tv show vikings we could use that uh, go on dave okay let's just move on to my other most excited movie of this month the unbearable weight of massive talent theaters on april 22nd it's nicholas cage starring as nick cage an actor who is down on his luck, but is invited to a billionaire's house for the weekend. And then shit hits the fan when I think it's the FBI are investigating the, uh, the billionaire for being a criminal. Things get super meta, super over the top, super crazy. what do you think about this? Um, look, I love the idea of it. And then I kind of was a little bummed out after. Okay. Like, I liked the first half of it, and that would have been fine with me. But this like whole like now I'm working for the FBI thing that looked mm-hmm. just kind of like I don't know I mean we just you know we've talked about Rouge Daguerre like four times already this year, <laughs> I know right? it keeps getting delayed I think it's delayed again it's the same the thing right and I yeah. feel like you know again this is like one where it's like now what if we put another twist in here and this and that and it's like you know I'm guessing you probably have adaptation on me here somewhere as well right and of course like, they they played happy together by the turtles yeah there, so. and there's not yeah. there's not an extra twist in there it's just allowed to be weird and like take its time right so yeah. like I wasn't thrilled that like the the you know the duty visits is like one of the worst people in the world but of course I want to see it I picked those two and then here's a here's a third one a very cool movie 
with Pat Oswalt called Big Fan, where he's an obsessive football fan, I think, for the New York Giants back in the I heard really good things about that. I never did see it, though. I'm killing it with uh, all the uh, obscure pieces today, if I do say so myself. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I I should say also, I'm a little worried about Tiffany Haddish being in this. Uh, I don't think I've liked her in anything yet. Um, How about that conversation she and Ike Barinholtz have? Did you see the Croods too? I'm 44 (laughs) years old. I've seen Face Off. (laughs) Come on, guy. I, 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 I'm just, I'm not going to let any of this get me down. I can't wait for this movie. Uh, yeah, of course I had adaptation. The, the only other one that I was going to bring up was get him to the Greek, you know, an over the top heightened version of a celebrity and, uh, getting into big action comedy things with Russell Brand there. So, yeah, I know. mean, there's plenty of these that we've mentioned over the, over the past episodes, galaxy yeah. quest, Bowfinger, you know, yeah. whatever, so. so, uh, last one for the month. Uh, it's crazy that this is happening again, but we've every got month. another <laughs> every, every month. month. I feel like they should just do 12 in a row and just yeah. like make it a year of Neeson. I, it's be, crazy. I would be down with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. But uh, Liam Neeson has another action movie. Uh, this one directed by Martin Campbell. So that's kind of cool. And also stars Monica Bellucci and Guy Pierce. Uh, he's a hitman who refuses to do a job. And so then he becomes a target by the other hitmen. At least I think that's what's going on here. Um, it's called Memory, April well, 29th. Well, you left out the um, you know, important part that he is like he can't remember things like he's medically you know like he seems to have like that short-term memory loss no matter what he i does, feel like right? they weren't like going too deep into that in the trailer did they like I thought it's so. there really okay because i i knew that was there from reading the plot synopsis but i didn't even like catch that when watching the trailer so are you sure you watched the trailer or were you just like I, nah, I don't want to because i might have to watch this I, and then I no i th- i think maybe i was watching it and i was like liam neeson liam neeson liam neeson yeah, liam neeson like i, I got it i'll I give you it. that so <laughs> what do you got for pieces well here? can i just say uh we've covered a lot of neeson this year this looks mm-hmm. better than all the rest of them i think like i'm excited you're for right this one you're absolutely you know? right. This looks like the best of the bunch as far as Neeson is concerned. I'll go see this one with my dad. Yeah, this looks fun. <laughs> Obviously, again, we're, riff- we're riffing on Taken because he's always, you know, some type of human trafficking has to be in much of his films for some reason. I demand to have human trafficking in this picture. Right? Um, you know, he says, I am the bad guy at some point, which reminded me of Breaking Bad. I am the man who knocks. But oh, uh, all- yeah, yeah. also, can we give a little shout out to... Uh, Hey, yo, Scott Hall, the bad guy, Razor Ramon, who, who just died, R.I.P. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy. He just died recently, so. Oh, yeah. You know, bad times pass, but bad guys are forever or something like that. Uh, and then, like I said, there's that kind of uh, True Detective Season 3 and Memento, like, and this also has Guy Pierce, so, like, you know, that kind of feeling of, uh, memory loss and how it affects them and you know he's protecting the girls so that had that uh, you know he's a hitman the professional yeah absolutely yeah I, I had the professional on my list as well also uh for that aspect of it i had logan this old guy who just he knows he's probably gonna die here but he wants to protect the girls one last thing uh and then i also thought of john wick chapter three uh because of all the other assassins kind of being after him it seems like after he does something that pisses them all off so uh yeah and of looks course good. Can, looks yeah, good yeah it, it looks good it, it looks like the best of the bunch like we said uh as far as these movies go so yeah i mean th- that's our last one for the month of course we've got sonic the hedgehog too we've got um 
the the Fantastic Beast sequel. Uh, we've got Duel, but there's still no trailer, which I'm really excited about. Duel. That's a new Riley Stearns movie, the artist self defense guy. But trailer's still not out somehow. But anyway, mm. that does it. All right, that does it for the month, Jason. What what's going on with you and Awesome Movie? Here? We are getting hot and heavy into our season 11, 1980. Great year for films. Um, Dave, we've already put out the season premiere, which was nine to five. We've recorded episodes for other movies like Caddyshack. Um, later in the season, I believe we're going to have, uh, you know, Ordinary People was the best picture winner that year. There's a lot of good stuff in 1980. This is going to be a very good season, I think, Dave. Absolutely. I've been loving the movies we've been watching for this season. So, Let me yeah. say this. this. This is such a good season that our bonus, one of our bonus episodes is Empire Strikes Back. It didn't even make the regular rotation. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so uh, everybody make sure to check that out. And Jason, I-, I say it every month, but I promise we'll get you on a regular episode. Soon. Dave, I don't care. You guys are <laughs> slop pigs, and I don't want Let's to be do memory. with you. <laughs> Let's do memory. Come on. Love you, Brandy. I'm Josh Bell. And I'm Jason Harrison. We co-host a podcast called Awesome Movie Year. Each season, we take a look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. We deep dive into these specific years and we pick out why they were such great years for films. We go over the biggest hits, the biggest flops, the best pictures, some personal picks, some cult classics. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984. And we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies coming out in April. Thanks, as always, to Jason for joining me on those. And thank you to you for listening. Uh, if you're not already, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, if you like what we do here on the show, make sure to drop that five-star rating and a little review would be nice. We do appreciate that. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And uh, also, don't forget to check out our Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I combine bonus content from Piecing It Together, an awesome movie year, Jason's podcast, and also from my music career. Lots of great content. Sometimes it's exclusive just to the Patreon. Sometimes it's advanced before it's going to come out for everybody. Uh, But you can check that out. It is patreon.com slash bydavidrosen. We've got eight subscribers right now, including... We gave a shout-out to Brandy Bell there during the episode. But uh, lots of uh, great stuff for you guys to check out. So, uh, you know, maybe if you want to support everything we're doing, go subscribe. So, speaking of my music, let's close this out with a piece of my music, as we always do. And, I don't know, I'm just going to go with a random one here. I'm going to go from my album, A Different Kind of Dream, with the track Palindrone. So, enjoy Palindrone. Uh... And we'll be back with more piecing it together real soon. We got a we got a bunch of episodes in the can right now, so lots that are going up on the Patreon first, but lots that will be uh, in the queue for our main piecing it together feed. So again, lots coming real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.